morning, Justin. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I'm well. Yeah. Did you Did you get off? I am. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> my my pre-podcast soapbox. <laughs> but you know, we got to come up with a topic. You know, somehow. That's right. That's Sometime, right. Sometimes it's just a. I got another soapbox for you to step. Oh, up. I'm good. I'm that's good. Yeah, you now ready? that I'm down, I can step up on another as necessary. All right, good. That's how we roll. <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. We, we like our soapboxes. Welcome to How I See It with me, Mark Pratt, and Justin Sternberg. This is a podcast that works to counter cultural polarization through thoughtful conversations. All right, today's soapbox mm. topic. Um, part partly, I uh, want to discuss social media. Sure, um, kind of the ins and outs, goods to bads. Um, mm. I do think, um, I think I'd like to get your perspective on it as someone mm. who is sort of anti-social media. I don't know. Would what you makes you say that? It? What makes you say well, that I would be anti-social media? What I don't know is if you're anti or just. Mm. Not present or, you know, kind of uninterested. So that's, you could say, that would be one question. And I would even dare say ignorant. Or ignorant, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. fine too. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, because I, and I think I, if you're asking my opinion on what I, am, I, yeah. what, what I think about social media, yeah. use your soapbox if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me pull it I'm, up for you. I'm getting older, so like you say, sometimes it takes me a while to warm up to get up on my soapbox. I can't jump up there like I used to. I don't know. You just jumped <laughs> off one, so I think you can jump back on. That's fair enough. <laughs> I think social social media is of the devil. I think like most things, it can be a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I think there's that aspect to where people can reach out. I think it's a, you know, to be able to connect with family, to stay, you know, and, and granted we can argue, is it really connection or is it just an aspect of, you know, false interaction? Because I'm only sending you, or you only see the good stuff. I'm, you, ri- I'm writing that down for the uh, <laughs> something to continue talking about. But keep going. Yeah. If, uh, you, so I put out, I put out there everything that's good, and therefore it's mm. not really authentic. That would be my thing. To where for me personally, I would sooner have a face to face interaction with a with five good friends in the process of a week than be connected air quotes to 200 people and you know only seeing partial glimpses that's that's how i would see that and yet i think it's a tremendous marketing tool i think it's a you know it's a it's a great way to be able to uh well convey information Maybe not always full truth. And I, and I think, you know, the factors of, um, what do you call it? Where, you know, not clickbait, but where you get this stuff that you click on and I get the stuff that I click on. And, you know, it's, it's basically geared towards you getting the information, confirmation bias. Yeah. You know, information silos. 
that whole thing. Sure. Yeah. Yes. And and that that that's a concern to me because it's like it's just very difficult. I think in some ways to find truth, and I don't think social media is a source for that in most cases. Yeah. So I mean, that's just a little. You don't bit of- trust your cousin Fred's opinion about. <laughs> all things <laughs> there are very I few. hope you don't have a cousin <laughs> there are very few sources on social media right. that I would take to heart mm-hmm. and you know even especially my quote unquote cousin Fred is that what it was yeah, yeah. not uncle but cousin, cousin um, Fred. yeah I would also recognize that he is probably you know Speaking from his, you know, click bite information, sound bite information as well. Yeah. You know, and it just isn't enough. I think, I think basically social media is a great way to affirm things or have do announcements for things that I want to draw attention to. You know, I think of, I think of people, you know, that, that do it well. It's like, yeah, they're celebrating things, birthdays, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, hey, and this is coming up. You're welcome to join us type stuff, you know, kind of that announcement type dynamic. Meaning you, you can appreciate that use of social media. Is that of kind course. of what you're saying? Okay. Of course. I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and in some cases, I think, you know, it does that kind of thing. It replaces a, a, a newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, upcoming events mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, it's more like a social newspaper. Yes. Sure. Exactly. So, yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Okay. And yours? Um, Well, I have... (laughs) I have lots of thoughts on it. I mean, I I spent... I'm a millennial. At least on the the, the kind of end of millennials. I am not. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, I grew up on the internet. I grew up on AOL Instant Messenger and... Mm -hmm. And all those kinds of things in MySpace and then, you know, mm-hmm. moving into Facebook and Twitter and all those mm-hmm. things. And for, um, you know, quite a while, Twitter was my favorite place. I mm. loved Twitter. I loved keeping up with it. Um, I still enjoy it, but it's, I don't know. I, I've kind of put it down. I think I talked about this previously in another podcast, but during the, the election race where Trump was running for president, mm-hmm. it became, very difficult to stay on Twitter just because it was so angry. There's so much anger, both mm-hmm. directions. And I just, it wasn't what it used to be for me. Like sure. all the people that I enjoyed following for the reasons I followed them, technical mm-hmm. expertise and kind of the WordPress world all of a sudden had opinions on politics, which don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They're entitled to their opinions. It's right. just that I realized, yeah, maybe I'm not interested in everybody's opinion about politics because sure. that's what Twitter became was right. the political discourse. And I just, I, that's not why I was there. So I ended up stopping reading, contributing, and it's kind of been that way ever since. And I used yeah. it every once in a while, but, um, a little bit sad to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I look back and just recognize like I spent way too much time on Twitter. It sure. was kind of an addiction. I'd have to keep up with my feed, you know, get to the top of the feed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In order sure. to feel like my day was complete, I had to catch up, that kind of thing. Um, I guess <laughs> maybe like a newspaper you'd get on your front door. It's like, you got to read that today. And yeah, you know, I don't know. You kind of make, you know what I mean? I do. And I was thinking about that as, as a progression, as you, I think that's another frustration for me. Mm-hmm. It's almost to me, it's almost like fashion. 
It's mm. like, I'm, by the time I, you know, purchase something new, it's already out of date from mm. a fashion standpoint. And I feel very much that way about social media to mm. where by the time I do get on Facebook, it's like, Things have already moved to Instagram, you know, or, and, you know, and, and Twitter's been around for a while, but yeah. I think it's very much that way. The platforms or, you know, you're not ready for TikTok is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can, short of you. I'm probably dating myself. TikTok's probably like the dumb thing. Now yeah, exactly. Life. And that's the thing, you know, it's like, even, you know, with, uh, with Slack, you know, it updates, you know, I got on it and it's like, and then, you know, it's like, well, now we're going to this format and it's like, Nah, I just, I just prefer to kind of let that stuff go on. You know, yeah. I might check marketplace, you know, for, for fa from Facebook, you know, for a washer dryer or something like that. Yeah. But that's really, yeah. And it's ironic and that's that really I even a have a podcast. I'm part of a podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, so because I, I see those two kind of connected. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, that's reason, a big reason I put it in here just kind of because of conversations we've had mm -hmm. about social media and, Due to the desire to figure out how to properly promote this podcast, right? Sure. Yeah. And, um, there's no questioning that social media is a huge part of marketing Agreed. in this world, right? Agreed. And if you don't do social media, I mean, yep. you're missing, you're missing a pretty significant opportunity. Agreed. Um, and so I want to go back to the thing you said about false interaction because, mm. well, for one, my question would be, and I, I think I know the answer, but just sure, I want fire away. to hear you say your answer. Do you believe that all of those interactions are false? All of them, I think, well, hmm, that's a good question. Well, can I give you some for instances? Of course. <laughs> for instance. Of course. So, like, um, your your niece that you haven't, you know, you, you, sure. you were with them up until a certain time. Maybe you moved away. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe yep. this is true. I don't know, but, uh, and she's having a baby mm -hmm. and then they post it on Facebook and mm -hmm. you see that post and you have this warm, loving feeling that says, Oh, I'm so happy for them. Mm -hmm. I want to congratulate them. Sure. Is that interaction false? I would say it's not false. I personally would be disappointed if I found out from Facebook, because mm -hmm. that would be a reflection on my relationship with my niece. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's how you found out, but that's kind yeah, of, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, how you got a, yeah. a lot of pictures that you, you maybe not pictures, personally, pictures I think, I think are a great mm -hmm. opportunity. Like you say, that kind of thing. And yet, you know, I would, for me personally, I would sooner shoot my niece a text and say, Hey, thinking of you, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, versus saying being one of 65 replies hmm. that basically said, oh, very nice. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, and so no, not, I think that's not okay, all interactions, asking, yeah. not in our, all interactions are false. Yeah. And yet at the same time, many interactions limit are so limited or so bias to a degree of only one aspect of my life mm -hmm. to where I don't think it's real intimacy mm -hmm. from the aspect of being reciprocal or having a balanced hmm. perspective. That's where I would use the word false. Yeah. Or it's propped up 
So another that I had when you just as you were saying all that is <laughs> we just discussed listening last week, right? Mm-hmm. It was last week, I think, right? Yeah. No, that we released it today. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yes. I get them all mixed up. It's, it's um, all good. But anyway, a big, a, you know, a big component of relationships is listening. Sure. And Reciprocation. Listening is this idea of paying attention to what you're saying without trying to interject my own things, right? Like, that was a very quick summary of some of the things we talked sure. about. And I think, for me... Mm-hmm seeing what people are putting on Facebook or Mm. whatever social media is, Mm -hmm. is an opportunity to listen without necessarily injecting my thing, which don't get me wrong. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who go to Facebook to interject their thing. Sure. I'm not, I'm I'm just making a point in terms of my way of what I don't consider false interaction. I consider seeing what people are posting. Sure. And kind of, uh, trying, trying my best to fight Facebook's curation with my own to say, these are people I want to see. These are people mm. updates I want, because I want to know, be aware of what's happening in their life. Mm. Um, you know, in a sense of something that they are saying, this is, these are things I want to share. Sure. And information gathering, if you will, not yeah. just information, but yeah, not, I mean, that's, that sounds so sterile. I think it's I about relationship. It's about listening. It's connection. for me, it's about connection. Yeah. Sure. And not in a false way. And when I see them the next time, I can say, that was so cool. You sure. got to see your daughter graduate from yeah. high school and like be at that event and see her get awarded that thing. Sure. That's awesome. Congratulations. You know, and yeah. to see them go, wow, you were listening. Sure. Right. That's no different to me than um, other opportunities for listening where you can show somebody that I care about you because I'm listening. Sure. And I can repeat back what you said and you go, wow, you really listen to me. You care about me. Mm. And for me, I think that is an aspect of social media mm-hmm. that can be leveraged and is a positive thing and is not false in any way to me. It's no, part of I'd, a broader relationship. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So... Keep going. No, and that's, and I I guess that's where, yeah, you're adding, you're using it to add to a current relationship. And I think it's in, you know, it's, it's one of those things to be able to say, yeah, I have an ongoing personal relationship in addition to this social dynamic, Mm -hmm. you know, that, and I guess that's where I come from. It's like, if I, if I haven't talked with you, in 20 years and I'm just following you on Facebook to me, that seems a little more false Mm. to actually Mm -hmm. that, that, that would be that kind of dynamic. And I, and so I appreciate the question because I don't want it to seem like it is disingenuous in uh, the person's desire to connect as you convey. Mm -hmm. I just recognize that in some ways it is, partial mm-hmm. no I, that's good yeah but I, I i appreciate the way you're defining it in such a way that says yes it's an opportunity for me to be aware to listen in some ways to other people in addition to what i have from a face-to-face interaction as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like that i think you know, a big part of this too is understanding that social media relationships are partial ones, like you said. Sure. Cause I do think 
there are many, many people who put too much stock in the the way mm-hmm. that relationship is because of social social media. Sure. Um, which is, you know, like I think putting, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it will let you down, right? I yeah. Think, I think that's a truth. Um, the other thing, okay. So another thing I was thinking about is, again, I get the sense from you that if it, if mm-hmm. you don't have a prior relationship, then any relationship in social media is false. Mm. And here's my, here's my, uh, <laughs> examples for that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, again, going back to Twitter. So mm-hmm. I began, um, following a bunch of people in the WordPress community on Twitter. Okay. So WordPress is a software, open source software that anyone can contribute to, anyone can use. Sure. And there's kind of a passionate following around it. Um, okay. And it's, it was pretty small. I don't know. Pretty small is probably not quite <laughs> accurate, but it was, fairly unknown by the normal person hmm. uh when i started following that community and started getting involved and now it's wordpress powers like 50 percent of the internet so Neat. i mean it is it's a big deal it's it's everywhere sure um uh, but the point is <clears throat> i started kind of following that trend and then seeing hmm. the influencers as the word we use now it wasn't a word then but basically people in that community who kind of had some influence in terms of wordpress either they were really good at building things with it sure and i wanted to be good at building things with it so i kind of follow them and see mm-hmm. how, what their thoughts were how they they would share things like here's a cool thing i learned today and i'm like wow that's a cool thing i learned today now you yeah know what I mean? yeah or they would share things like um you know wordpress we need it to do this you know, contribute here if you think you agree or whatever, you know what I mean? And so starting to get involved in that community and it was, it's a genuine community. And so I started to get involved in that and started to build relationships. I'd respond to some things on Twitter or whatever. And then I, and then go to their blog posts and maybe leave a comment and vice versa. Like we started build these interactions, right? Right. I don't know if you'd call it a relationship yet, but it was certainly the beginnings of it. And then as time went on, I, I've been to many WordPress events called WordCamps. Sure. And um, it's basically a nerd camp, right? Like <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that. It's a bunch of kids at summer camp <laughs> yeah. uh, playing. It's the IT guy summer camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rather than like no offense arrows. to IT guys. <laughs> uh, yes. That's right. Us it's, IT guys just rule not, the world, it's Mark. Just, so. I, I, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> you guys miss it. Um, no, but anyway, so starting going to these events and then these people I've been interacting with, you know, for a period of time, now I get to see them face to face. Sure. And so now you're connecting and you go, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you're that person. It's nice mm-hmm. to meet you. And yet it's like, but we kind of met because we've been talking or whatever. And um, so I say all that to say mm-hmm. it can go the other direction in sure. the sense that a real relationship can bloom out of a social media built relationship. We need another word for real. Well, a real relationship. Yeah, I, I, I would so. call that face to face. You know what I'm because I'm not saying the relationship that you that you had isn't real in the context of That's what I hear. Mark, it hurts my feelings. <laughs> I do not mean to hurt your feelings, and that's where I would come back to. It's not that it's not real. And yet I would say from my perspective, there's just so much more to who a person is yeah. 
And I don't think that can always be conveyed. And, and, you know, this is maybe another time for another, but, you know, mm-hmm. in our, uh, you know, I'll call it electronic dating world. We know in some cases, you know, that electronic relationships or social media are not as real for lack of authentic as face-to-face relationships. Let's use the word whole. I like the word whole. It's not a whole relationship. Yes. Yes. Because there's, I think I I really like what you're saying, which is you can, you can mine pretty deeply in a few facets of a relationship through social media, but to be able to say you have a whole relationship with that person is pretty incorrect. Although, I would, again, I would argue you can build a whole relationship from one started in social media. And that's that, what I'm saying. And I guess that would, that, that's what we're in agreement. It's, yeah. it's, it's started. I would say it's very difficult to have a whole relationship if it's based on social media mm-hmm. interaction alone. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah. I think that's actually a very wise cautionary mm-hmm. type thing to say in a sense of if you are putting all your eggs in the social media basket in the relationships there yes and you're really you're like no me and this person on the other side of the world we're like this we're tight we we know each other just a a caution to say there's only so much you can know and i mean just think about i mean spouses cheat on each other all the time sure and you you don't see it Right. No, I. Yeah. And, and these are like in-person relationships. Just imagine a relationship where you don't actually see the person. Yeah. Hardly ever. Yeah. And um, to kind of add to what you're saying in terms of that whole relationship, I think yep. that's what started to happen with the election processes. Like, sure. I had a pretty good idea who a lot of these people were, but when that came out, I was like, oh, but you're also that. Right. And uh, by that, it's kind of that polarizing, mm-hmm. um, you know, viewpoint. But it's like, you're willing to say that in that manner and with that much anger. Okay, now I know more about you. And I'm not sure I'm interested in hearing more of what you have to say about that. Sure. And yet that's now the thing that you're primarily focused on saying. Yep. And it was like, you know, I really enjoyed this person's, this relationship with this mm-hmm. person the the half relationship I had mm-hmm. the full really you know as it fleshes out more fully I'm like you know I, I don't know if this person and I would get along in a whole relationship yeah. on a long term period exactly although I would also make the argument that when we have these conversations like we've talked about that's the whole point of this podcast right is having conversations to bridge the gap between sure. polarized viewpoints. It's possible that relationship could have been better in person because we're able to have those conversations. Well, and I think in in the adverse, you know, we have terminology. When you were talking, you know, catfish comes to mind, you know, as far mm-hmm. as, you know, how considering the yeah. ability to reach out to so many people, if I want to be inauthentic, I can appeal to people. Yeah a broad spectrum of people that I wouldn't have been able to do. Or very specific. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To where, yeah. you know, I, and I think so, you know, that, that, that's very good. That's another aspect of social media mm-hmm. that isn't always mm-hmm. so great. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, and yeah. 
Because I mean, those are term that's terminology that I've only recently learned about myself. You yeah. know, can you define that catfishing? Um, as you understand, it? as I understand it, it would be you know an appeal to get to know someone under an assumed identity mm-hmm. and that I would, my reason for getting to know them would be to create a connection in such a way that I would ask you for something to and, earn and your trust so to build you- your trust to where you might give me what I'm asking yeah. for, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, sending my son, you know, you know, right. you build a story basically right. on an assumed identity to have people give you what you desire. Yeah. And there are even more nefarious things like asking them to come meet you and sure. whatever. Yeah. Right. There's a, a semi-documentary slash kind mm-hmm. of fun, uh, not fun, uh, entertaining type exactly. show on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking of the original show that was Catfish. Oh, I don't there, know. I think show. there was an original, like it was, it was kind of that comedy type thing where, you know, they're tricking people. Yeah. But now, you know, it's been, I think that's been adopted. Okay. Or, you know, well, the reason I bring that up is Tinder Swindler. Often when we think of catfishing, we think of teenagers. At least mm. that's, that's the, that's the perspective I've heard it in the uh, most is basically I, grooming. It's this sure. idea that you're grooming this young, you know, female teenager to say, like, I really love you. And you're pretending to be a yep. slightly older teenage boy. And, you know, you and I are the only ones that think like this. And, like, you're grooming them, right? Mm-hmm. And building their trust, that whole thing. And we, th- we, but we, I mean, you. me, <laughs> think of catfishing is yeah. kind of that version. Uh, the Tinder, Tinder swindler was mm-hmm. about this guy who basically... <laughs> That's crazy. He basically had this Ponzi scheme where he would contact, you know, a good looking woman on social media Mm -hmm. and he would prop up this version of himself that looked very rich, prince type thing, Mm. whatever. And, you know, he had the money. He like he would say, you know, I'm going to fly into Prague tonight. If you're willing to meet me, I know it's short nose, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to take you to this restaurant. It's this insanely expensive restaurant, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so all of this is social media so far, right? Mm-hmm. And then, then they would meet in person and he would bring the goods. Like he would pay for dinner. He would be sweet. He whatever. And then the next day, you know, he'd say, oh man, I had this thing come up. My father, you know, he's in mm-hmm. trouble. I need to get back to him, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be in touch. And so he would, he would fly out of there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just, that's, they just felt like treated like a princess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few, he would do a couple of those with them. And then he would say, oh, no, I'm in big trouble. Uh, the government is, they're trying to do a coup with my father or whatever. And mm-hmm. well, all of our funds are locked down. All I need is, you know, $10,000. And tomorrow I will pay you double that. I will get it back to you. We just mm-hmm. have to. Da, 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 da. Wow. And they would send him the money. And then sometimes he would pay him double. And sometimes, you know, whatever. But he would use that money to pay for the next one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. And so he had like three, four going on at a time. Wow. It was insane. Like, yeah. I'm just watching this going, this is a real thing. This isn't fictional. Like, right. It's really happened. And these women are truly financially devastated because of this guy. And that's the thing when you were saying teenagers, it's like, yeah, years ago, these people were teenagers. Yeah. Now they're your age. Now they're my yeah. age. And that's and why older. I wanted to bring up that show. Yeah. It's because just, I guess, adding to your point, which yeah. is 
uh, you can still be catfished and be 52 or 70. Exactly. I mean, even more likely if you're 82 or yes. yeah, I was like, exactly. Oh, this poor boy. <laughs> yes. You know, that kind of thing. And, and that's, uh, it's just very important to know that. No doubt. I think, I think that kind of ties into what you're saying about and I think that, relationships. Yes. I think like anything, you know, money, yeah. for example, can be a great tool and mm-hmm. used in the correct way. And it mm-hmm. can also be a root of evil, if yeah. you will, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. I, and I think social media has that same, very same potential. Yeah. It can be used for building up and it can be used for tearing down. Yeah. And it, I mean, there are several aspects that you hit on of negative aspects to it right that's Another probably one, was, one area that i am more negative than that's okay i mean that's why we're talking right this is yeah. the this is something we're actually semi-polarized right so we probably more have so. a conversation about more it. so yeah i think we uh as we get older or as we uh corroborate on this podcast we become more centralized i think that's sure. been part of our journey to where well i think our relationship has become more whole no, because no, no, I yeah, see I where you're coming from, and I can be influenced by that, even in a reluctant manner. Sure, you know, yeah. and at, and at some points, it's like, you know, that's probably not where I'm going. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, or I'm kind of like that that puppy on a leash that doesn't want to walk. You know, it's like all four feet. You know, just planted <laughs> firmly. And if I'm gonna move, you're gonna have to do some. Uh, you know, you're gonna have to drag me yeah. to a certain degree. But you know, I I can yeah. come along. But yeah, that's why I don't see Mark's Twitter account promoting this podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's it's right. That puppy with all four legs. So if you know, if if there comes a day when I get a Twitter account, you know, it's because <laughs> Justin has. Finally convinced me that I should get one to, uh, <laughs> or I've started to... one under your name. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's more likely. <laughs> I'm Mark. This point. Trust me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But another, uh, but coming back. Yeah. Another one you mentioned was information silos and kind of, or confirmation bias is what you, confirmation is what I said. Information yes. silo. That, that's, that's my term. Yes. Essentially, the reason I bring up, Mm-hmm. information silos is because there is actual algorithm algorithmic proof that that nice is a job. thing thank you i think sure. i worked through that word yes um where essentially they build algorithms to make sure you stay fat and happy in your silo right mm-hmm. like oh yeah this person agrees with me this person agrees with me and you get more and more happy with this place is great, mm-hmm. right? Which adds and, to the polarization. Right. Oh, but, sorry. you know, and they're just from a business perspective, social media business, mm-hmm. their, their, their money is an engagement, right? So you being on their platform. Mm-hmm. And because when you're on that platform, they can show you ads. And mm-hmm. when they show you ads, they get paid, right? Mm-hmm. So the more they can keep you engaged on that pl- platform, mm-hmm. the more they can get paid. This goes for news as well. Sure. Right. News channels, CNN, Fox News. Right. The longer you're staring at that screen, the more commercials you see. Yep. If you go to New York Times or you know Washington Post website, right, the mm-hmm. longer you're there, the more they're getting paid by their advertisers. And mm-hmm. some of them have different models. New York Times, I appreciate that they have a subscription model as well. Sure. So they're not completely subsidized mm-hmm. by your eyeballs looking at that ad. Sure. Um, 
But the point is, that's how most things on the internet work. If it's free mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. they're getting paid somehow. Somebody. Or they wouldn't exist, right? Sure. And so it's so important to understand that as a consumer of social media. Hmm. That how, how does this company get paid and how am I kind of playing into that system? Now, again, I don't think social media is terrible and shouldn't be mm-hmm. something we leverage. I think it is a powerful tool, but I think it's so important to understand how it works. Mm-hmm. And so what they want is they want you to be engaged. The way sure. you're engaged is saying, yeah, that's right. This is how this works or whatever, or getting angry. And so either direction keeps you mm-hmm. engaged, right? Sure. Um, and so they're going to feed you information mm-hmm. based on what they know you like, based sure. on what they know you agree with, based on the friends that you have, or whatever. They're going to give you, Hey, you should check out this group or you should, mm-hmm. you know, or they'll, they'll share a post, right? Um, sure. That's not any of your friends. It's just an ad or something else. And it might be an ad for something. And you're like, yeah, I agree with that thing. And mm-hmm. you might follow that thing, right? They're helping you build this silo of information. Sure. And this silo is filled of all the things nice that you like, right? It's sure. This nice little structure you're building of information that. Supports everything you agree with, mm. uh, laughs at everything you disagree with, right? And you don't have to be active for that to happen. Sure. They're designing the system to do that. In fact, you have to be active to try and break through that silo. Mm. And most people, number one, don't, have, you know, ignorance. And mm. again, if we reiterate what ignorance is from previous episodes, it's not about being stupid. It's about not knowing that sure. a thing is happening. Being right? aware. Being aware. Yeah. So I think ignorance just allows that silo to be built for free. Sure. Right. Uh, and then on top of it, just our innate desire to like be agreed with or mm. have, you know, kind of feel confirmed in uh, confirmation bias. Right. Sure. That what you said. So all that to say, I think it's so important to keep that perspective in mind when you go there and you say this person agrees with me or this. I'm I feel like I'm right. But you know what? I'm also being fed all the things that mm-hmm. agree with me and hardly any of the things that disagree. When I hear the things that disagree, it's from a someone laughing at it, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if you watch Fox News, anything you hear about any kind of liberal agenda, it's going to be shared to you in derision. Right? I gotcha. Sure. Right? For the most part. I it's not neutrally published. And you go to CNN, same thing. Right. Yeah. It's going to be, it's not going to be neutrally shared with you as news. It's going to have a spin about how it is. Uh, and I think it's just, again, important to understand that that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And the truth is not what you're hearing. Like that's not sure. the summary. That's not truth as a whole. You're missing pieces and you're, you're exactly. stuck in a silo and you think that you're becoming more and more and more and more right, but really you're just becoming more and more entrenched in what you believe, which may not be right. Sure. Your which which can lead to what I would call judgmentalism or, yeah. you know, the ability to be, you know, a desire to be judgmental. Well, the more <clears throat> right you think you are, mm-hmm. the more you look at people who aren't doing the thing that you think is right and mm-hmm. think, how stupid can you be? Yeah. Look and at I- all this proof. And I'm curious. Do you not see my silo, Mark? <laughs> I do. I do. I don't see your silo. But what intrigued me about what you were sharing is how to break out of your silo. Is that is that what I heard? Yeah. Because I'm thinking about it. Is it breaking out of a silo or is it just creating a bigger silo? 
to where I have more information or my information is more broad than biased. And I'd be curious to know from your perspective how how an individual could break out of their silo, as you put it. Well, I think this ties into a lot of our conversations, right? Um, because it's that's what this podcast is about. It's mm. about you're in a polarized silo. Let's break out of it by having a conversation that kind of covers both sides a little bit and says sure. that there is room for both. There's a spectrum here. I right? gotcha. And I think that's part of it is, you know, starting to embrace the idea that there's a spectrum about this issue. And mm -hmm. I, I'm on this side of the spectrum, but there's other people on the other side of the spectrum mm -hmm. and they're not idiots. Sure. They have lots and they have their own silo that makes them think I'm an idiot, mm -hmm. but come on, we're not both idiots, right. right? Look at the other parts of our life and recognize that. No, we're not idiots. We're people who are fully functioning, smart people. We just don't agree on this thing. And we have all this, you know, these silos we've built up on both sides mm -hmm. that make it very difficult for us to understand the other one. Sure. But I think you're right in terms of building or in, I guess, like you said, increasing the size of our silo, the width of it, right? Mm -hmm. Requires those conversations, requires the um, allowing and embracing of information coming at you that isn't your normal silo. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You don't sense, have to believe I'm... it to hear it, but you can at least listen. This but how would someone right? do that on a practical basis? In other words, am mm -hmm. I just going to click? Is Am mm -hmm. I going to, instead of clicking the <laughs> Fox news feed, right. do I click the CNN news feed sometimes? You know, that's, yeah. that's kind of. I would love your thoughts on that. Let's well, that's, that's, I mean, the whole information silo stuff is a little new to me. I'll be honest with you in that thinking. And, and I guess that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming from is what, do, if you were to ask me, what do I do? I basically distance from social media altogether because it's frustrating to me. I, I'm not a person who likes ads and I want to be, I'm, I'm like the old, the old version of what a male shopping is. I go on to get what I want to do and I hop off. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of how I am. I go to, you know, Amazon if I'm looking for a mower belt or a part for that. And I'll go to Facebook if I'm looking for a used appliance on marketplace. And, you know, that's, that's, if you yeah. ask my family, that's pretty much the extent. Yeah. I mean, I've had eras where I've tried to be involved, but it's like for me in Facebook, that kind of thing. And granted, I know technology has evolved to other, you know, it is all of the ads and stuff that I don't want to see. And yeah. I realize I'm on a free, you know, interaction type stuff. So that's how yeah. people get paid. But it's like, I don't, yeah. e I don't eat. And I'm just being fair. I don't even watch TV. Yeah. For that same thing. Cause I, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll stream some shows being so perfectly honest, but you're zeroing in on the social media aspect, but really you, you asked the bigger question, right? Which is how you yes. break out of your silo. And at this point, if this is a bigger question than just social media. Sure. Right. I so, suppose. Yeah. So then you have, you know, ideas in terms of besides social media, because I think, well, that I was would curious. Be part of uh, your <clears throat> argument, if knowing you as a person would be, well, get out of social media and meet some people, right? Like, I think. That's probably more my dynamic. Yes. 
I'm not, and I hear again, I don't want to be judgmental, but that's how it works for me. Yeah. In that process. Yeah. And I, and I would caution, here's, here's the other part of it. I see, you know, and it, it's part of my job. I see what too much social media interaction does to people from a comparison dynamic. Yeah. You part know, of your counseling. Yes, yes. Part of my counseling is, you know, this whole comparison, yep. you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses type thing. And that I think that's what confirms that, you know, yes, if I'm only seeing what their vacation in Tahiti or when they went to the Keys or, you know, that kind of thing, it's like crying out loud, my life stinks in comparison. Yeah. When in reality, yep. that's not the whole story. Right. So I think, you know, that kind of plays into my view of social media. And I think, you know, that's why I would encourage people to say, okay, how do you break out? Whether that's disconnecting as you, you, you know, did at election time, you know, there's just for you, there was just too much anger there. So it's like, I don't want all that anger oozing into my life via the screen. And then back out, back onto the screen. Or back onto the screen, interact into somebody else's life. Where I'm like, here's why you should, whatever. And it's like, turns out people don't agree with me. And it just, and it just isolates you from them. Yep. In that, in that one facet. Yep. Of elections and campaigning. Yep. And, you know, and, and I'll be honest for me, you know, that, that another part of it is that whole marketing thing. It just, I just, I don't have, uh, I don't want to say I don't have time, but that's, that's my perspective. That's what I think. It's like, I don't want to waste my time basically with all of this ad information. Yeah. Whether it's TV, whether it's radio. I think that's what, I think in some ways, <laughs> that's what makes podcasts, streaming, that kind of thing so appealing to people is because yeah. They just, they can get the information they want to get in a fairly concise manner without all the ads. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. go ahead. No, that's it. That's, that's good. Because it's, and, and granted, you know, here again, between us, you know, in this, in this format, you know, that's where when I think of, you know, podcasts that have grown and I'm hearing ads every this brought to you that that frustrates me just just a little bit yeah because in your mind it's like it undermines their um the the trust undermines well it undermines the trust but ultimately i'm just there for what i want to hear gotcha and if i'm i'm if i'm being honest there's a part of it that's just instant gratification gotcha i don't want to waste my time Uh, I, I, I'm here because I want to listen to that person and what they're sharing and what the title of that podcast was. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But I also have to recognize in a free exchange, yeah. there is going to likely be some ads. Right. And that's where I, I tend to become a little more reactive would yeah. be the way I would describe <laughs> that. I think back to the thing about silos, though, or how to get out or mm-hmm. increase... Um, I mean, I, de- I definitely agree. Essentially, your solution is I avoid those places. Personally. Um, you know, social media and news, mm-hmm. TV, whatever. Um, Which is something I'm not necessarily proud of. 
in the fact of avoiding news. I have to, you know, hmm. because I because you feel like maybe you're. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, because I, I'm not saying I'm a well-rounded person in the aspects of, you know, politics and government and, you know, mm. what current, current event type stuff. Yeah. Based on, it's like. So you've accepted the trade-off essentially where, um, you're less informed of the things that you potentially want to care about, want to be informed about. Not wholly accepted. I wrestle with it. Gotcha. I haven't completely accepted it, but I recognize there is a trade-off. I got you. Yeah, this, you know, goes back to the politics episode we talked about. And kind of, I think that ties into your desire to have an understanding and a say in that, those kind of discourses, right? Political discourse. Um, I've accepted it. So I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of in the other camp, although I'm certainly willing to be grow continue growing and be challenged and maybe when i'm 50 like you mark i'll, <laughs> I'll feel challenged instead of accepting it but uh, yeah i don't watch the news i avoid it at all costs i mm. part of it is um it's boring to me mm. part of it is it's just so I guess I've never been someone to watch the news. My parents mm-hmm. didn't watch the news. So it, was, it's not, it wasn't culturally ingrained in me to do it. And when I watch it, that, you know, they have, a, there's a specific tone of voice they have, mm-hmm. news anchors. Mm-hmm. And that bugs the crap out of me. Speaking of transparency, to me, that mm-hmm. just represents phoniness. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this isn't really you talking. This mm-hmm. is your news version of yourself talking. And now <laughs> we get to hear the truth because you're using this special tone of voice. Sure. And it's like... Ah, I don't, I don't, just everything about it doesn't right. appeal to me. It, it, no, I, it pushes I me away. And, and then not only, you know, the phony voice, but then the topics. It's just, they sure. very specifically pick very polarized topics mm-hmm. that kind of cause drama. Sure. It's about drama, right? And again, if you understand the business of news, mm-hmm. they're, the way they get their money is your eyeballs. The way they get your eyeballs is through Things that keep you glued to the screen, right? Like sure. things that make you want to keep coming back. Like, is the hurricane coming or not? It might be huge or whatever. Exactly. And it's like, I got to check in tomorrow and I got to check in every hour because the hurricane might be here in one minute, right? Exactly. It's like, no, the hurricane, you know, it's several days out, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'm yeah. not saying you shouldn't go to the news and figure out what it's doing or whatever, but mm. they speci- specifically gear it towards it creating this need Mm -hmm. i would say addiction towards more drama more news more whatever and they they sprinkle in a little bit of fluff right happy stuff that makes you feel like see this is a good thing Mm -hmm. they kind of finish with that so you don't feel like i'm only consuming this negative whatever Mm -hmm. but that's what makes you keep coming back it's not the fluff you know what i mean and it's science like you can read about it like it's it's proven it's not i'm not just making this up it's interesting you say that because uh, I was I w- I do tend to read newspapers and I'll you know do that that's kind of my thing as far as my era if you will yeah yeah that's and your Twitter it, yeah that's my Twitter <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, it was interesting I was reading an article how the certain aspects of 
you know, news media is policing other aspects because they were uh, talking about how breaking news, the term terminology breaking news is no longer authentic. So it is leading to that because, you know, breaking news is that draw, that hook. And yet it's been so overused that now it's not even yeah. a thing anymore. You know, well, it's a thing, but yet it's more yeah. more likely a lie than it is the actuality yeah. of this has just happened. No. The, the only, yeah, there's very few avenues for true breaking news anymore. And, it, yes. and I would say one of those would be an investigative report that's yep. been under wraps for a long period of time. And now they're bringing it out, right? Like, sure. But real life events, like usually you have social media mm-hmm. posts about it way before the news. Like mm-hmm. someone's there on the ground, look what just happened. And exactly. they post it, it goes viral. And then the news sees the viral post and they go, yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's kind of like our podcast, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is not breaking news, folks. <laughs> no, that's right. We don't claim it is. So exactly. At least we got that going for. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Shoo, good stuff. I can't remember. I guess we were talking about silos, but yeah, I think. Yeah, but I, I talked about the shift. I apologize. I shifted it to the breaking news. Yeah. And you were talking about what it came back to yeah. as far as the sources. I think yeah, we the genesis of this long rabbit trail was essentially how do you increase the size of your silo? Mm. What are some techniques? And you basically say, well, I avoid the news and I avoid <laughs> social media, which I think is a viable solution if you're looking to decrease the height of your silo so you're not so mm. entrenched in what you believe. You have mm. all this evidence stacked by all these social media posts and all these news articles and all these, you know what I mean? Sure. And increase the width of it by talking to some your neighbor who is the other they're they're left wing, you're right wing, or you're left wing and they're right wing and, sure. and they have opinions and thoughts, but they're also your neighbors, so they want to be friendly and they're able to have some mm-hmm. discourse there and, and be able to go, you know, the people who think that they're not so bad. Sure. You know, and having those real life conversations with real people. Yeah. Um so your information silo stuff then that you're you're willing to recognize that's not just social media terminology. Right. Yeah. Um right. okay, now I'm yeah. Yeah. Um but what I what I what is semi unique to social media is that they have the tools to figure you out and feed you more the, right. the algorithms, right? Right. So that's unique in the terms in versus like the news, they mm. know their demographic pretty well, obviously. They they know what sells, right? They sure. know what increases, but they don't know your interests. They don't have all mm-hmm. this information about you that you're willingly dumping into their system every day right? through your contributions, right? Through what you like, through what you buy, through all this stuff where social media has that information and then they can use that information to feed you back. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of regurgitating. And um, yeah. I so mean, I would, we're going to have to do this probably for another time. But I, as you were sharing, and this isn't a, I'm not, as you shared your view of the news, your perspective was basically that it's boring and inauthentic. Yeah. And I'm curious how you see even younger millennials or other, I'm curious how you see them being aware of what is happening. Cause I do believe, you know, 
what governments are doing. I do believe, you know, what leaders, what decisions leaders are making, what Congress is doing, what legislation, you know, I do believe that's an important thing from my perspective. And I'm curious if a younger version of me who tends to want to disengage from that, uh, that, that to me concerns me regarding government. You follow yeah. me? Do you, and it's, and it, it's okay if it's another topic, but that's what's coming to my mind yeah. in that dynamic of if I'm just, if I'm just trusting those individuals to make the decisions that are in my best interest and I'm oblivious, not oblivious, complacent, maybe a combination of ignorance is bliss. Yeah, that's, that's, that's concerning to me. Yeah, I think that's okay. I mean, I think that's acceptable. I can't speak to the, the big thing there. I mean, we, yeah. we could, we for, could, we could talk about that. And I think like you said, we might not have time for that, but I can speak personally mm -hmm. and just say that my life's been fine without having news in my life and sure. knowing the current events. Because if a hurricane's coming, I know because all my friends talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you know, some political thing's happening, I'll find out because Megan's client's at work. She's a uh -huh. hairstylist. She's going to come home and say, my clients wouldn't stop talking about this thing. Da, 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 uh -huh. And I'm going to find out, right? I have never been wanting for information sure. about current events. Or, or neither has any of my credibility in any facet of my life been undermined as a result of not knowing what's quote unquote going on yeah. politically. And I think that the concerning part is that, uh, as we discuss in the politics is episode is that we're probably should have a presence mm. in kind of the political discourse as believers, as people trying to represent the right, side right whatever <laughs> which is you know obviously very <laughs> polarizing yeah exactly yeah and i would just say yes i think somebody should be doing that it's just not me right now yeah um, and i think that's where i'm at is is that difference between a proactive stance and a reactive yes. stance because if i'm just finding out after it's happened mm. that from my perspective that can demonstrate a, uh, an irresponsibility. Yeah. To so, from my perspective, yeah. I'm not saying someone. My response to that would be the way that I contribute to the world. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like I'm very involved with celebrate recovery. Sure. And to me, that is a much better way. Mm. To create change in a cultural wave. I hear you. Then jumping on a political soapbox. I believe yep. that the changes that can, the fundamental changes that can transform a person from an addict to a, someone who gives back to the community. Sure. Is fundamentally going to be a greater win socially, mm -hmm. politically. Sure. Over time than whatever I might try to do. On a poli political spectrum. Sure. Again, this is unique and personal to me, to, to way, the way I feel I'm meant to be contributing. Sure. Where a I grassroots think versus a global perspective. Exactly. Yes. I believe that I'm at the grassroots level 
working on helping someone get out of addiction so that they can even contribute in any mm-hmm. meaningful way to mm-hmm. society, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I want to be. Sure. And I, I joke about not, you know, I can't control anything that's going on or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, no, that's not true. I believe this matters. I hear you. And I believe that for my kids' sake, the work I'm doing mm-hmm. is going to benefit them more than whatever I could do. Because I don't think I have what it takes to be mm. in that other avenue sure. trying to do good work. I just don't think I have uh, mm. well, the patience for one. Gotcha. Um, the platform is another the platform, dynamic yeah. of that. It's like, yeah. what platform have I been given? Yeah. And do I use that to its fullest potential? Yeah. Not use it in a negative yeah. sense, but... And is that where my energy is mostly used in a way that, yeah, I can have. And I, I appreciate you sharing that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that, you know, people who are involved on a global scale or, a, you know, a larger, you know, political scale. Right. That's not to say that that isn't the platform they've been given. Correct. So, but yeah, I'm hearing where you're coming from. And I think we all have that opportunity starting with social media as we started with social media you know we bring it back to the relationships we have and the influence we have Mm -hmm. and yeah being able to use all of those aspects you know for 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 a kingdom purpose if you will yep and i think just last thought there we should be careful about how we consume social media. Mm. We should also be careful about how we leverage social media mm. and treat both of them with a full understanding of how it works and, and why we're doing it in yeah. order, like you said, to leverage the, <laughs> his kingdom. Sure. If if that's, if that's yeah. where you're at, right? Yeah. Um, and even leverage can be a... Yeah. Yes. But that polarizing shoot. dynamic. Yeah. We're right at our time time marker. So yeah. We can't keep going, but we would. We totally <laughs> we, would. we just we just came up with a few more topics. <laughs> cool. So that's how we see it. Thanks, Justin. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like how I see it, please do all the things that podcasts tell you to do. Subscribe, rate, review, follow us, uh, and or talk nicely about us on social media. If you want to reach out, the email is us at howiseeit.click. Yep, I said dot click, as in dot C-L-I-C-K. Please tell your friends about this show, and we'll see you on the next one.